0: This is Banging on the Drum. It is another beautiful day in West Central Wisconsin, and welcome to episode 108 of Banging on the Drum. Please remember to like, subscribe, download, share. Even if you don't like us, talk shit about us, share it. We're trying to get, we're trying to, uh, get over 30 again, 30,000 that is people. So, um, but I am. Yeah. So don't, don't be missing out on us. I mean, like you don't
1: want to be one of the last ones out.
0: Yeah. Don't, don't be the last ones to, to join on this bandwagon. You can say you were there from the beginning and I think we got a good 13 of you guys that can say that maybe, maybe a few more. But I am your host P Dog, joined alongside M Dog. And how you doing today, M Dog? I'm doing pretty well today, Pat. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. It's my day off. Uh, got to enjoy a nice, relaxing day. Just chilling, doing whatever I wanted. Uh, probably should have done some stuff. Didn't do some stuff. But I'll roll over. Always. So, re- oh, so if you. It?
1: If you ever have kids, you're gonna realize, oh shit, the amount of things I should have done as like a single adult human. Oh, yeah, is gonna blow your
0: mind. I'm like a phenomenal time waster, yeah. Yeah. Of dilly-dallying and like and I always write down like I need to stop doing this. I need to stop doing this. And I don't know, it must just be like one of my favorite things to do is just do nothing in a large amount of time um, and just like
1: in like almost pretend you are doing something
0: no because i think i feel guilty about it so i know i'm not doing anything so like for example um i woke up a little bit early today i'm gonna bore the shit out of some people real quick but and i just needed to go to the gym Probably putzed around my house for two hours. Got, like, two chores out of, like, five I could have got done. Dilly-dallyed my way to Walmart, got a light bulb. That probably took me 50 more minutes than it should have. And then went to the gym on base. I did go swimming, went to the gym, shot hoops for a while. It was a good day, but, like, I was – like that process probably took me six hours. And it's like maybe Basically, not quite. All you got done was go to the gym. <laughs> no, I got a light bulb Our light bulb in the bathroom uh burnt out. So got that done. I haven't even told my wife about that. She's gonna be so proud of me. I got something done. <laughs> uh but did I, you put the light bulb in? I did. Um, so it's like oh, a God. a thing where you could put like three light bulbs, but one. Definitely does the trick. I don't even know what would happen. So I bought four light bulbs. If I put all three of them in there, it, it would look like the sun. I, I can't imagine. My wife wants all three of them in there, but we'll see when she gets. She's the boss. So there's two modes on the light bulb. Got a kind of cool light bulb. So set, it only cost me ninety eight cents a year in energy. Looked that on yeah, package. Yeah. Okay.
1: If that's, uh, I'll I'll sell that on those.
0: Okay. <laughs> but yes, as, I'll roll since I'm talking already. I'll roll right into we'll start the show with overs and unders as always. Are you want to start with yours? No, I'll be no, quick. I'll be quick with mine. So, still peeling from a boating excursion that I did about 2 weeks ago. And I don't know if I'm more upset that it's embarrassing that I just always have like dead skin falling off my body or if I should be concerned because I shouldn't still be peeling from something two weeks ago, or is that normal? I don't know. I I Uh, know. I think the the peeling, right. I think the peeling part of it is
1: normal and you probably did. Right. And then you just like burned your skin off the next day and then the next day and then the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when we were guarding, you were a beach guard for the most part, I believe, and like yeah. you would get super
0: tan, like super. Oh yeah,
1: super yeah. tan.
0: I would look like Middle Eastern. I would say that that was usually the color. I, I would, would say look. at like least a, a dark Middle Eastern person. Yeah, yeah, it like almost purple at some point. Like my knees would. Yeah, it was. It was ridiculous. Do you ever, So I get worried because like
1: when I was an outdoor guard, so most of the time that we were working together, I was an indoor guard. But when I was an outdoor guard, like I'd get pretty similar to that, right? And so do you ever worry that you're going to have skin cancer? No, because
0: I think you too, because you, you would always say that uh, sunscreen causes skin cancer (laughs) and I took that to heart. So I would never (laughs) wear. So I would never wear sunscreen, but I'm not, honestly, I think our complexion is, there's something about your complexion to do it. Um Okay. So I was never See, I worried get, about back then. I'm more worried now because how I'm peeling and like, yeah, like So now. I get worried now. I get worried now about
1: the things that I did back then. Back mm-hmm. then, I didn't think it was going to be a thing. Right. And I, I definitely said sunscreen causes cancer. Um, and that was my stance because I didn't like sunscreen. Right. (laughs) I didn't like, it was too like oily and like, it bothered me. I don't like lotions very much. And so I'm much better about using that kind of stuff today. But like when I was in college, yeah, uh, when I was in college, I hated that shit, fucking hated it. And so. That was my excuse and then i said cancer never really came around until sunscreen came around so that was my like correlation is that but probably not
0: accurate yeah i I don't think it's accurate but i wonder when how long cancer has existed like because now that you say it, it makes me kind of think uh that it is kind of a more current well, so it
1: was, thing. I would assume that it was discovered currently.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like right? science. And so, scientists.
1: yeah, probably in like, well, so like, cause tumors would have been found a long time ago, cause some of them might get big and like bulge or like they're inside working on somebody doing something and then they Yeah, see like it.
0: autopsies have to have existed yeah. for almost house. ever yeah,
1: yeah yeah see like because they were probably like way in your stomach and your pancreas and your heart and like all that dumb shit um so they must have found them in there at that time no in knowing that like that's not okay
0: yeah like this is odd so, compared to the last
1: yeah, person right and this thing's huge and it like how could his heart even beat when it's covered in all this shit or something you know yeah yeah so so it probably, it's probably been a long time but they okay. j- probably didn't really know. Yeah.
0: And then I guess they would just go on like a pretty shitty long rabbit hole of like, oh, what the foods we eat now. Like, cause I wonder if it started like when we started genetically engineering stuff or if it just has been. Then I also have a brain drain theory, but I don't wanna know if I wanna get, but I think humans are cancer inside of a human or another thing so we live earth is like an organ in somebody's body that is forever expanding because we can see when he opens his mouth i don't know it's a theory i got here
1: interesting so uh essentially that uh we are all just uh shoot what um I think the Electron- matter neutrons, neutrons, and electrons like all the time, and then it just goes out and out and out and out and out forever, right? And like w- what level
0: we're at, we n- we'll never know. So I think Earth is like an organ. So I don't actually think this, but it crosses my mind uh, okay. that I think Earth is like an organ in something that is very, 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 very big already, and then when we can see other universes this big thing is kissing another maybe bigger than universes even but when we can see like way out there that uh maybe they're kissing somebody else and we can see into that universe because that's the biggest thing that i know right now is a universe i am sure there's bigger
1: things. the
0: galaxy is bigger than or smaller than a universe right i do not know that that yeah because we're in the milky way galaxy which is in a universe whatever that but it's it's too long down there
1: so. yeah so i mean i have a theory about like humans in general uh i think we're the most sophisticated robots that and when i say think this crosses my mind frequently um not that i actually like believe this uh that we're the most sophisticated robots that could ever be made And my theory on religion on that is the people who hacked the robots and gave us our software, not our hardware, right, are the people who we worship religion-wise. And we are now so far away from, like, say, like a Christ or Muhammad that we're, like, looking for a new one.
0: Okay, I kind of like that. I can get behind that. I don't even think that's, like, sacrilegious, like even because religion says someone made right like god made all fair enough so he made the robots and now how we're worried about like making ai robots that can start to like think by themselves and like go off and do their own thing humans went off and did their own thing um that maybe they weren't programmed to do initially yeah so yeah i guess i mean just advanced robots i mean we run on
1: electricity of some sort right Mm -hmm. Uh, there's like there's electricity that runs through us not very much so we're very very energy efficient right we can solve almost any problem in the universe and actually relatively quickly for the most part even computers struggle with like really complex problems that we can see and solve and things like that right We, we can repair ourselves we don't die just because like certain things like get broken.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I get it. I get it. It makes sense to me. I haven't thought of it like that, but, but yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Things, Couple things brain like that my early yeah. And then the matrix thing always gets me. So, but we won't get back into that. Um, I'll get to my next under. Um, this one I didn't even put on the list. So, there my backyard has walked so we're waterfront property so my backyard is the water and i think i've said on this like over of mine was like we seen a dolphin swimming in our backyard under happened i think last week so i think i could have said it on last week's show seeing the biggest gator i have ever seen in my entire life Grant, I didn't see it. Like I've seen some on the land that were like maybe six, seven footers. Like this thing looked so big, but it was out in the water and I just saw its head that I thought it was fake. So I was throwing crap at it. Did I talk about this already? Okay. The, so I was like throwing crap at it, like just to see if it would move. And then finally I got something close enough to like scare it to like go underwater. And I was like, oh shit, that actually was a gator and when i was going to talk to my landlord about something she was like hey i got bad news for you this gators back in the neighborhood and she told me i haven't looked it up yet um she's like a good old country girl so i I kind of trust her like hunting fishing type um but she said you can measure it from the eyes to the nose and every inch from the nose to the eyes is usually usually generally a foot and she said this thing's at least 10 feet she's called it in and stuff because i mean even being like a hunter and fisher or whatever that she is like an angler um she even thinks that this thing's a problem like she said the only way it's going to get killed is like if someone gets a tag and goes and gets it or like the dnr goes out and like tries to relocate it or something go wrestle or, that bad boy <laughs> yeah, or if someone has something bad happen, and then sure shit my dog loves to run straight out she won't go in the water but she runs straight out to the water because we always have these crabs on our little deck that leads out to the water and she loves yeah. chasing these crabs around so now I'm scared shitless every time I let her out and she sprints so I took her out a couple times on a leash because I was like worried, but then I got lazy. I'm just like, now my routine is I try to get out to the dock faster than my dog to see if there's anything there. And now I've been grabbing like a big stick too. Like, I don't know what that's going to do, but um, you can at least hit it. I mean, I
1: don't
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't, I don't know if it anything. does anything, but, yeah. uh, yeah, that's what I got for my unders over families. Oh, so,
1: so you ha- you have one on here that I think is because you live on the beach.
0: Mm. Which one do you want me to touch? I wrote three on there.
1: Oh, so that, uh,
0: so, so your last one, that's because you live on the beach, like hundred yeah. percent. So I said, uh, I'm starting to wear a backwards hat and I'm starting to enjoy wearing a backwards hat.
1: I, like I think that, that, that
0: that's a problem.
1: Uh, um, why is it a problem?
0: I don't know. I just think that, uh, once you're 30, you shouldn't wear a backwards hat. See, uh, I think even late 20s, I think you can do it, pull it off through college. And if you're still wearing a backwards hat, I've met some good dudes in backwards hats that are a little bit older. But
1: So this is my theory on the backwards hat. Like, if you're good looking, like I believe that I am, I can wear a backwards hat. Right. But if you're not good looking, then you shouldn't.
0: How do I look? Am
1: I good? My PJ's. You're you're fine. You're fine. You look a little bit <laughs> like me, so you're you're good.
0: That's that's Mike telling you guys that I'm pretty handsome.
1: Well, yeah. If you look a little bit like me, you're a little bit handsome. So that's just the way it goes. All right. Well, I appreciate the compliment, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that like you saying you appreciate the
0: compliment feels like it makes it weird. Mm, I've been having to learn to uh, accept oh, compliments yeah. better. I'm not a very easy person to compliment because even like at my work, they'll be like, no, you did good work on that forecast. And I'm like, that was like, like, I I always have to deflect everything, even though I will like sit there and like, look at like 30 different things to see if this is going to happen. This is going to happen. But so
1: I don't know what that is. Like, if that's like an, like a form of like an imposter syndrome, right? Like that you don't think you actually can be good at things, but I cannot, when people tell me I'm good, like I have to like stop and say, I need to like, just say, thank you. Right. I have to stop myself from being like, ah, it's nothing like just say, thank you. That's what they want to hear. I think, I don't know. But then I feel like if I say thank you that I'm a conceited fuck.
0: Yeah. And I tend to go like two ways with it. I tend to go like sarcastic over the top, like, Hey, you're good at that. No, like. No shit, I'm fucking good at that. I do it all the time. Like, so I'll either go like over the top like cocky or like over the top like deflect, like, no, that's every dog. Everybody like can do that shit. It.
1: It's no yeah. big deal at all. Like, not a problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. I do that shit a lot
0: too. I like saying I appreciate it more than thank you, though. That that helps me, I think, a little bit. I don't know if it actually does, but saying I appreciate it. I heard people say that at Fort McCoy for the first time, I think. And then I was like, that sounds way cooler than thank you. So I say, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> fair. Okay, but I'll get off my stuff quick. Anyways, my family's coming to town next week. Going to be a hoot and holler, and good time. That is my overt. And Mike, tell me what you got. you got exciting shit coming up in your life. But let's hear the under first
1: yeah so under um i hurt my back and i'm pretty sure it was on a roller coaster which i think officially makes me old
0: yep yeah that's
1: yeah it's getting there i mean and it it wasn't even my lower back it was my upper back how what what roller coaster uh i think it, it was like one of the like kind of junky ones too it was like because my son was on it with me so it was uh pegasus maybe at um, olympus which is like ne- like the the 42 inch kids yeah they're wooden ones and they're like 42 inch kids can be on it so like should be like okay but i think it like jostled me like tweaked my upper back a little bit and uh then my neck was stiff for like four days
0: yeah i can't do i haven't been on a roller coaster in a long time but even so when i was real little i was afraid of them unless yeah. they were like unless i could see what was going on Then once I got over that, I could only do like smooth ones, like the ones that, like I need my head, like kind of locked in or a reassurance that my head's not like, I have to stabilize my neck. I don't like stabilizing my neck roller coasters. (laughs) You like just to let that baby Bob. No, I like to like have it locked in, like to place. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, it just gives me a headache, like, having to, like, like, I don't want to concentrate while I'm doing that shit. Yeah, I got you. Uh,
1: Yeah, so, like, Mount Olympus. And then I wonder, like, so I'm on, like, the roller coaster. I'm like, at what point do they actually, like, fix these things? They're wooden roller coasters that were built at least 30 years ago. Yeah. Right? So, like. I mean, our whole life. They, yeah, they've the roller coasters have been there our whole lives. So Mount Olympus wasn't nearly as big when we were little, right? But they've been there like basically our whole lives. And so, like, at what point do they have to fix these things so that or like replace the whole thing? But they're all
0: there. Once someone dies, I think. Yeah, but why do we gotta wait till someone <laughs> dies? No, I don't think it's that. Like, I'm. It pretty might sure. be that. No, but I'm pretty sure you so. get
1: you're gonna get shut down if someone dies. Oh, and for it's sure. In the fit like, right like gross so. negligence, for sure.
0: Yeah. If you let someone die. But I also do think like uh engineering job of roller coasters has to be up there on an engineer's list. Like that's just like yeah. creative genius. You know, like you just get to do whatever the hell you want, right? Like that would be like the Pro sports of engineering. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe. And like we, I, got yeah. en, we know engineers. Maybe we'll pull one on one time and see if they think that would be a dream job. It well, might so be why aren't, why aren't they doing it then? I because I bet you it's hard to get a job engineering. Well, like, coasters. is it, it's like so, how many roller coasters they, they engineer like civil engineers? most of my money. Roll, so, roads yeah and there's lots of roads like comparatively roller coaster parks there's not that many fair enough that's
1: that's very true um yeah maybe I mean I guess but like is that something they do in their free time then that they just have like these drawings of roller coasters like in the in the back like thinking about how to
0: make them Yeah, roller coasters and bridges. That's what those civil engineers like. Bridges, huh? Yeah, big bridge guys. And the one I know is a solar panel dude, too. He, he, He designs solar panels? Like... Or engineers them? I think... Not engineers them, but like... Where he puts them in place... I would actually have to ask what he does. But my speculation of what he does is like he lays out where good places for solar solar panels would be like to put so say like a field of solar panels like you know we have like windmills and stuff um yeah and like where it would be most efficient and why it would be most efficient in that he probably sucks at doing it so boring ass job just kidding just kidding like
1: all I feel like all that would be is like just going into the field being like that faces
0: south. that's good. Let's go, yeah, because you would just so them facing south, right or mostly north?
1: south and the, uh, no south so the, the sun is in the like goes always in the south here in Wisconsin. like where you're at it might actually be overhead at times, like at yeah. certain points in the summer, but um. Eh,
0: maybe not even quite. No, because it's there. different. It's not always. Well, the tropic, the- the
1: tropic, uh, cancer or whatever is where the farthest it goes down, and then the tropic of camper Capricorn is the farthest it goes up.
0: Yeah, you're right. I should know this shit too. Oh,
1: but yeah. yeah. And anyway, roller coaster,
0: the ideal job for an engineer. That's what I think. I think it would be the most fun. Do you remember the game Roller Coaster Tycoon? I like don't that. think
1: I like I remember that game existing. I don't remember playing that one. Yeah. I, some some like Tycoon or like SimCity games I definitely played.
0: Yeah, roller Sim coaster Ant tycoon I, I think definitely sparked the engineering uh whatever spark. I'm gonna say spark this part yeah triggered some of the engineers we know oh I would say not Sim City I'm speculating Sim City probably too like laying out like a good city and like yeah. a good bar where people yeah I feel like it would be fun to lay out a city. design like a city. Yeah. yeah yeah I probably would not do a good job no I wouldn't either it would just be like the bar is at the
1: center of the city and then Um, parks around the bars so kids have somewhere to play while their parents are drinking
0: yeah we definitely need to make space for all the professional sports teams so yeah i wonder eh, walkable too i like walk cities i've heard studies on why people think college is the best time of their life is because usually they live in like a walkable area. I think we've gotten into a little bit on the show, but oh yeah, that's definitely true that you for
1: the most part, you're in a walkable, like all the food like restaurants you want are probably right in that area. Right. So all your housing is in that area and then everything that you're doing on campus is walkable.
0: Yeah. And they say like people who live in walkable cities are you tend to be happier. I I mean I would have to I've probably heard it on another podcast. But they say there's obviously like college is just fun in general, but they say that's like a big component of it is like everything is within walking distance. Interesting. I like that idea. All We're right. brain draining yeah. the shit out of people
1: already. Yep. And then so my over, so I hurt my back at in the Dells, but I did have a really good time. Right. And so the Hood Rats had a, like had a great time too, went swimming, did some water slides. They did try. So there's the first spinning water slide in America. Is that Mount Olympus, I believe? Okay. I've seen that thing. I've never done it. So we had to wait like 50 minutes to get on there, but I thought it was pretty good. It was all right. It's not like the best. um, What could the stingray at Nozark where you like go up, you do that like nine times. It can go up and then it comes back and goes back like a few times. But you just keep doing that as it spins around until it cycles you out.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I like that. I've definitely got to the stingray, like with the short line, and ran that thing back three times. So if I could just do it one time.
1: Yeah, but uh, so right now it's got a pretty good line on it,
0: though. Yeah, I'm not a big line person, but you have kids. Yeah. I mean, they waited. So
1: like my nine-year-old waited for an hour to get on the ride. So that's not bad. Like my littlest one couldn't go, but.
0: Yeah, that, that is kind of impressive. No, he waited too. The six-year-old waited too. So you all went on it. Do
1: you guys go at no. this at the same time or? No. Um, so Kennedy, Cameron, and myself went on it. And then uh, one of their cousins was with us. Reed, maybe. Somebody. Is it like
0: a two-person thing, or is it
1: no four-person? And you have to be two hundred and fifty pounds, probably, to make sure you go through. So you have you had them covered. Yeah. So I mean, I put us up to <laughs> probably about two books. I was actually one eighty-five today. Damn. Yeah. So it's probably the lightest I've been, for sure, since uh, Easter. So what would that have been like? Late March early or early april
0: easter is the most confusing holiday of all the
1: holidays yeah that's because it's like it's not it doesn't make any sense that's why easter is the most confusing holiday is because it says it's 40 days after lent but lent is based on some stupid like the sun rising or something like that and then it's 40 days later but it isn't actually 40 days because it's like six weeks when you look up, like, why Easter lands on that, it's it's, entirely, like, not Christian.
0: It is interesting, like, because if we built a city and stuff and, like, we had, like, a society, there would be no way we would get Easter, right? Like, if, if they had to depend on, like, you or I to tell them when Easter was, like, we didn't get to, like, just look at our calendar and see. I don't think we oh. would get that thing right if we were the two smartest people in town. That town would be fucked though. Like, for, for sure. we're the
1: two smart. <laughs> yeah, if we're the two smartest guys, that you're not wrong. We'd have bars on every corner. We'd be lacrosse. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Near, near a body of water that you can boat on. Um, yeah, sounds great. Um, Open oh, just like let people like swim out there in the. Okay, so here's the deal. Here's the deal with Easter. And you tell me like how this is like a religious holiday. Easter falls on the first Sunday after the full moon date based on mathematical equation that falls on or after March 21st. March 21st is the spring equinox, I
0: believe. I've always been told it was my birthday, which is March if, 20th. So, Okay actually i've heard conflicting things i know you're like zodiac sign flips on or after
1: march 21st right so on or after march 21st would mean march 21st is the first day of spring where march 20th is the equinox. march 21st first day so it can be the 21st can't be the 20th if the full moon is on a sunday easter is celebrated on the following sunday that has nothing to do like growing up, they all they always tell you like Easter's this forty day thing. I think I've had this conversation on the podcast plenty of times. But this forty day thing, right? Because Jesus went into the desert for forty days, so that yes. was the the process. Okay, yeah, because you you that Lent is forty that. days because of, and then Easter is the day that he r- rises. Right, dies on Friday, rises on Sunday.
0: Okay, that yes. what? Why would that be seven days? That's like four it's days.
1: Not, it's not. It's three days. So he dies. They take no. They bury him on Friday, on Good Friday, and then he ri- raises from the dead on Sunday. It's three days. And what's That's the free. 40 days that he does? There's no 40 days. It doesn't. There's nothing that, that has anything to do with 40. 40 days is the day he spent in the desert. He walks back into the city. They convict him. Okay. Okay. So actually, I'm starting to make a little bit of sense of this. So he gets back in town after 40 days. Yeah. Then they convict him. Then he does like the three-day walk. That eh, now I've now I feel a little bit better about Easter. But I should be done on Palm Sunday with my sh- with my fasting
0: shit. Okay. Yeah. No. I I was supposed to read the Bible this summer. Uh, that doesn't look like it's gonna happen. I, I like for some reason when I think I'm like going off to this place to work that I'm just gonna have all this free time. I wasn't gonna actually read it. I was gonna listen to it. But it doesn't. Oh, that- strike me. Do me they nothing. read it like a novel, like it's? Faith? You asked me that question when I brought it up last time, but I don't know. I hope they like give me voices and stuff, like. <laughs> but I'm not gonna do it, so I don't know if that's it. If we have- no,
1: okay, we can we can get this done. Download it and just listen to it on your way to work. Tomorrow, when you're working out, you can be listening to the Bible the whole day, mm. all six hours of you doing nothing, listening to the Bible. Will you do it too?
0: I'll do it if you yes. do it. I we'll know, like like is there like a place fun free Is there a place you uh, can just listen? Yeah, we we won't do it on the show. We we'll, we can do it right after the show and see. Like just look. I'm sure there's like free access to like a red bible.
1: Yeah, I I would um, assume that you want people to hear it. Yeah. Though for a I, long time churches did not want you to hear it. Martin Luther was the first one who said you should read. You should let people read the Bible.
0: Yeah, but that's because like people couldn't read back then. So if you could read, they just didn't want people to be able to read. I think just in general, because yeah, but the only um, book available was the fucking Bible.
1: That's probably the most prominent book available.
0: Man, there if there's one thing more interesting than the Bible would be like the history of religion and like
1: the just Christianity or like religion in general.
0: Oh, if you throw like whole thing in there, yes, that would be the most it would be more interesting. Yeah, and adding like different players to the pool
1: would be so interesting. They're software en- engineers. Software engineers. Yeah, they're the for the robots. Humans. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. They're like, we don't want to read the blueprint. Of, you, you're doing good with the callbacks, Mike. I, even I don't catch them all the time. But I'll listen like back to the podcast because I'm a nerd like that, narcissist nerd. And I'm like, oh, Mike. I listen actually, to get like, the listen. That too. That's Right. i wanted to give us the
1: listen, so I listen. Even on like today on YouTube, I threw it on while I was out at another group. Just so we got the fucking view.
0: Yeah, I actually had a question for you maybe off. no, I'll ask it on air because that's where we do. Um but did you upload the newest episode to YouTube? No. I did, but I left it there for you. Did you get my maybe it's I it's uploaded? It.
1: Okay, I'm pretty so sure it's
0: uploaded, but
1: is it public? There's yeah, there's no thumbnail. Well, maybe not. Maybe.
0: No, then it's probably maybe I get it. you get you can get access. We had 10 oh, views on that shit. Yeah, I think I've been hearing tricks to get more views. Um where we go? No, cuz I didn't view it 10 times. So who knows, whatever. That's that's back, back shop. We're we're pulling the curtain back for you guys right there. That's
1: we're you're seeing through the fourth wall. Third yep. wall, somewhere. All right, let's, let's jump to we'll stop uh, filling people's brains with all kinds of knowledge about uh, things we believe in Easter and spring equinoxes and that kind of bullshit. And we'll start uh,
0: barking about the brewers. Get ready for next year, though. When we do the bracket challenge, we're fucking doing religions. I I want that so bad. I'm very interested in stuff like that. But anyway, how, how big a bracket are we doing? We can.
1: There's like I understand. There's 64 religions that we could probably find really, really easily, right? But yeah, maybe are we going to go that, that big? We'll we no, will not
0: know about 64 religions. No, maybe we'll I get that this, we can find them. Well, like how we did the Elite Eight of Badgers Running Backs. Yeah, we could do like the Sweet 16, and I, I don't even know if I could name. Sixteen, but we could at least do a, like a little blurb about well, you could do one. like seventh day adventists and then talk about waco yeah and we no, nah, i mean sure that could make the bracket but I, I don't think that would be in the sweet 16 i want like the 16 most followed religions and only four from each sect so like christianity will only have four under it that 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 but yeah, back shop stuff barking about the brewers. Uh brewers are three and one since the break. Take this stuff I'm about to read because I wrote it before we lost tonight. So three and one since the all-star break, corrected the three and one thing. Uh sweeping through former first place NL Central red mostly on the back of great pitching performance behind Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta. And then Adrian Hauser had a good start, but he didn't get us the quality start. So he got a GS. He didn't get a QS. He didn't Um, go six? No, he went five and two thirds. As much as I love quality starts, it's six innings, three runs, right? That's what I've always thought it was. Okay, six innings, three runs. So he went five and two thirds, gave up three runs. Um, Devin Williams three for three and save opportunities i was pretty surprised when they ran him out there for the third game in a row but the airbender did it prove why he was an all-star in that stretch we also beat a pretty hot kid um from cincinnati i'm gonna pull this up right now because i sh- think i should know his name
1: ali de la cruz
0: no, I mean, Ali De, Cru- De La Cruz did record the uh, Sense of Statcast era. He recorded the, like, hardest thrown ball to oh, first yeah, base. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, I forgot about that. Kid's crazy. He, I did see a tweet, and then, like, the number one Brewers fan I know shit on the tweet, but it was like, what can't this kid do? And he said, hit a curveball. So maybe I'm going to ask that guy. Oh, is, uh, what, uh, What's the guy from um, Soriano, Serrano. Serrano, Serrano. Yeah, from is, uh major league, right? Yeah, but I feel like Ali De La Cruz is a lot more versatile than him. Um, for sure. There's a different era of baseball. They didn't
1: even have guys that could move like De La Cruz. Man, That's not true.
0: Such good time to look this up, and I'm not even going to find it. But anyways, so, we beat uh, the uh, Reds' young stud rookie pitcher that had, like, an ERA, I want to say, in the twos, maybe even lower lower than that, um, took him to town. But we won these games one nothing, 3 nothing, 4-3. 4-3 was on a comeback where Monasterio came up clutch, Owen Miller came up clutch. Um, but yeah, if we're just getting into like our top performers, uh, since the break, which hasn't been much, and I do not have today's game on it, I know Yelich went 0 for 4, uh, so this is going to be a little skewed, but he was hitting 333, two home runs in that series, three RBIs. Travis is hitting 500, uh, one home run, one RBI, and then my honorable mentions were Willie Domus scored two runs, uh, big runs in the comeback game. Owen Miller came up with a clutch two run home run in this stretch. And then Andrew Monasterio came up with uh I want to say it was a two run hit uh to put us ahead in in the comeback win. So that was good. Today it was a fine game. Uh Nothing extraordinarily bad. Nothing extraordinarily good. Um, but the Brewers look good. Long story short, uh, Yelich didn't come out to hit today. Uh, Contreras didn't come out to hit today. So, so our hitters were were down. But Terrain pitched this game. Went four and two thirds. Gave up four runs. So our bullpen is still yet to give up a run since the, the all-star break. Nice. So, yeah, pretty good. Still in first place. We're good.
1: All right. So would you give up um, anything to get Shohei for the, for a half a season?
0: Oh yeah. This was almost going to be the brain drain uh, for this. So we have this group chat going today and I was pitching around the idea. I feel like the Brewers, I don't know where they're saying the best suitors for Shohei are. But the Brewers is it, is seem he like even they, available. I think he's gotta be. I can't remember how long Trouts hurt for, but where the Angels are playing with the Rangers and uh goddamn Astros. Uh you know, it's gonna be a tough, tough yeah. road to hold, even when you do have trout on top of it. It's the last year of Shohei's contract, so it would definitely be like a rental deal. Um, but for the brewers, it would just be I, I just think the cost would be like way, way too high and have way too many future repercussions. But if you get Shohei on the team, it would be a pretty nasty team. I don't know, with the Braves being as good as they are right now, if that would be the way to go. Honestly, I wouldn't do it just because of how good the Braves are. Okay, so Shohei plays first base? I mean, even if you just have him as a DH and he pitches on, on the days he pitches and hits, the nl doesn't All have that. the dh does it Mike, come on you're telling on yourself right there i am yes. telling
1: on myself for sure they do have a dh what's going on i hate baseball. for two years uh, we've had this
0: conversation i know show.
1: i know i'm sure we did uh okay but like i think he's a first baseman
0: right or does he just usually dh doesn't
1: actually play the field
0: I think he mostly DHs. I think he can play the field, so I'll tell myself there. I'm not right. for sure where you're going to play him in the field, but I think, I think you would just DH him if he's going to be a pitcher. Like, don't risk him on defense in any way, shape, or form.
1: So. Okay, and so when he's pitching,
0: who's DHing? Who gets? Who doesn't get to hit? i would think your catcher but just your shittiest player yeah i mean would DH to 500 right now so yeah i wouldn't be the brewers catcher so i would probably be like joey weimer uh so joey weimer would just play center and not hit okay so can I mean, we get him for the
1: uh, can we get him for the outfielders we have currently in the majors in the majors so not yellich right so we're going to leave him off but weimer um, we have a, a couple Terang, like shit, like that. Yeah, I don't think we could get them, for, or or um, do we? Ha- or do we have to give up Jackson Churro and whoever is the top couple prospects in our?
0: Al Pro Yeah, I think you would be giving up Cheryl for sure. I think that would.
1: Yeah, he's the one number one prospect out. in baseball, right?
0: Yeah. And I wish, because well, I was the one that wrote this question, is to look into our minor I wish I would have looked deeper into our minor league, but I think just having like Jackson Chiro, South Brawlick, I know we got some like hot pitchers in the top 100. I think it would be like a hell of an amount of minor leaguers that you would need to give up because there would be no reason to give up like. You said we're leaving Yelich out of it, but even guys that we just have playing in in the outfield. Um, Rymel Tapia started in right field since we picked him up for the most part. Joey Weimer, center. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be too heartbroken if we gave him up. Yelich, I just think that would... Otane is a better hitter than him right now, but I I just think that would defeat the purpose of getting the trade for a half year. Um, And then we couldn't give up Woodruff, Burns, maybe Peralta, but I guess we could give up like major league talent in the pitching position, but I think it would be mostly emptying out the farm. But if we, but if we give up major league talent in the pitching position we
1: probably erode our real possibilities of making it to the World Series.
0: I agree. Yeah. So I just think it's it's just too much. So if you could unload the farm on them, maybe give them Joey Weimer, see what else we can put out in center field. Uh It would be a pretty nasty pitching rotation that I think could go toe-to-toe with anybody if you say Corbin burns i mean obviously you want to say young so we're going to say he's number one um then we go shohei woodruff and freddie peralta colin ray's been pitching pretty well um but you're not going to go five deep in the playoffs so i think i think oh, good basically, point. so you just got to make the playoffs yeah so you're gonna go three deep in the rotation and you would be seeing either burns woodruff or showing and so then you know a spot start from
1: whoever and then you have really no no chance no chance at all to sign him like he's not going to stay in milwaukee more than likely where i would not i would not think so yet. in la like they have a real chance to sign him i think the Angels do, right? They have the money. They got him the first time around. They knew he was a stud. They might not know he was this good, but
0: they knew he was a stud. Either way, they paid him a shitload of money from the jump. Yeah. So the Angels right now, forty-seven, forty-eight. I I don't know. Maybe he's getting sick of losing, but it, it definitely steams – it, I, I mean, I, I don't know what his feelings are. If he's like, oh, I'm going to be an angel for life type deal or. Um, I doubt it. Yeah. So I don't know. I think he would probably more than like likely be gone after this year. Because if you throw him on any of the top teams, you're good. So that's why I think the angels would be motivated to move him this year um i didn't so, look up like the best like suitors for it but i did hear someone say something about the dodgers i don't know how loaded their farm league is so i mean he would just be uh, hopping across the street or whatever it is
1: yeah i don't know, and know what the right but yeah. yeah
0: and and the dodgers i mean i think they're first in the west right now um I'll fact check myself on this, but yeah, Dodgers are fifty five and thirty nine, two games above San Francisco right now. So,
1: yeah, I mean, that's got like that's a guy you obviously would take if he's available, yeah. right? If like, and it, so for me, if I'm the Dodgers, I don't give up my entire farm system and erode everything that I have. No, maybe I do. I haven't won a championship since what eighty eight. I, currently... They haven't was, won so yet. Yeah, Eighty-eight.
0: Yeah, so a long right time ago, right?
1: So maybe if I'm the Dodgers, I give that up if I feel like it's a real opportunity at a championship. Um, I probably don't if I'm the Braves because I've just recently won. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I might Braves not give up my whole farm me. system if I've won a championship recently.
0: Yeah,
1: but if no, I'm like the, the Brewers. I might do. I might pull the trigger if I'm the Orioles, right? I, who I think are were for a while, at least, running in the top of the AL East. I might do that, like to compete in that in that space. I, it, I'd probably pull the trigger if I haven't won a World Series
0: in so a long time. I, and I think I would only pull the trigger, and I, I don't think the Brewers are desperate enough um which might not be a good thing but to cuz we pulled the trigger on cc because we were on like the playoff playoff drought of yeah like the century and we had young guys i think we were a little bit delusional and maybe ownership would fall into that department as well as like hey maybe we could sign this guy or like get him um but i think I think if you trade for him, you have to have some hope of keeping him. And I just don't think Milwaukee's that city. I mean, obviously, it's probably almost dumb to say that. Uh, I don't know. Like, New York's always got something up there. Like, that yeah. might actually be a good, good place for him. Uh, I mean, and now the the Mets are real
1: players in terms of, like, money offered to people.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah, who knows? I just thought it was an interesting thing to put on to the Brewers team because I think they would truly be competing with the Braves, um, the Dodgers. It would put them right up there. They would put them in the top three. Or I think right now, if you go into the NL, um, neck and neck with the Phillies, Atlanta's leaps and bounds above them. The Dodgers are better than them. The Giants are better than them. And the Diamondbacks are better than them. Just from my eye test and watching like recap rundowns, like if we line up with any of those teams, Diamondbacks, Giants, Dodgers, Braves, it's going to be a tough out. Phillies, maybe we can dance. But those ones, but you get Shohei, I think that leaves the Braves and the Dodgers on the table. Right. Okay. That's Uh, fair uh, enough. All
1: right. Let's jump on
0: over to the NFL. Any big news coming out of the NFL this week? You're asking me. You're the NFL guy, but anyways, Hopkins yeah. goes yeah, you did to all the right, day. Hopkins goes to the Titans and you take over. I don't even know. So and that.
1: he like he had like all these requirements. I mean, so he wanted a, a pretty hefty contract, probably something that was similar to what he had in Arizona. Um and a good quarterback fell into that, and I don't think that he ran into a good quarterback. Ran no. Middleweight
0: quarterback at the very best. That was going to be my question to you. Is like, it's is Tannehill still going to be the guy? Because Malik Willis seems like they quit on him already. Like it seems like yeah, Malik they did Willis for sure. Like, they just
1: drafted. Uh, uh, oh, Levis. Yeah, Levis. Yeah, yeah Levis. I wanted to call him Levi's, and then yeah. I knew that was not right. Levi Levis.
0: Yeah, it seems like uh, Malik Willis kind of tricked them in in the sense of like I don't know I I don't know if I would quite say it was like uh gosh dang it uh Raiders dude Russell not Russell uh, Jamarcus uh, Russell Jamarcus Russell yeah um but yeah it seems like they've given up that hard on them on him it's like oh well shit, but, like he's like
1: one. a second or third round pick like that's the difference there like he wasn't a top end pick
0: yeah you're right I like think these quarterbacks going in like the third round now I feel like that's like some pretty good draft capital spent on them but that's just in my brain but you're you're 100% right they didn't they didn't take him one one so it's even, yeah. even easier to quit on him Win. oh yeah so like it's
1: especially if he might not even be bad. He just might like need more fine tuning because he was at such a small school. Cause he was the one that was at liberty, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so like he might end up being okay in the NFL,
0: but the Titans probably don't have the time to wait. Yeah. Cause yeah, you think with Derrick Henry, um, I guess you're signing Hopkins. They're saying the time is now shitty division. I mean, it, it is a good time to go to the Titans if – Yeah. Then if Levis does play out, I I don't know. But he's I'm, a second
1: rounder too. He's
0: not a first round draft pick either. Yeah. and But, I mean, big name behind – Yeah, I just feel yep. like quarterbacks now, if you're taking in like the top three rounds, and maybe I just didn't pay attention close enough like uh, back when, but it does seem like you're a big name because will levis like we both know his name like i don't remember third round picks from russell wilson i mean i'm just just yeah no but i think i think russell wilson kind of started the trend like we knew russell wilson like you and i knew like there was something special about him and maybe that's like a bias that we had, like, we're like, oh, okay. Like third round picks can turn out to be this, but yeah. I mean, Brett Favre was a number two guy. So no, he mind. was it, a, fir- it, he was a, he was a
1: first round pick. No, no, he, no, no he's a second Favre. round pick and we traded a first rounder
0: for him. Okay. I, I didn't know that actually, but, but yeah, I, whatever it is,
1: and he got in a car accident. That's why he was not a first round pick.
0: Yes, exactly. So yeah, it was, the talent was there. I think he was kind of one of those guys where they were questioning his uh, character type deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Hopkins to the Titans. Uh, I guess right, it makes yeah. the Titans better. Like there's no way they're going to be worse with Hopkins.
1: And if if uh, Burks turns out their are a young wide receiver if he like takes a step up this year they might have a pretty good wide receiving core,
0: and they can run the ball and yep. there's like no doubt like derrick henry's far from done uh
1: right and all right and so yeah, yeah speaking of running backs nobody's getting long-term deals henry and mccaffrey are kind of speaking out about it how it's kind of some bullshit no big money deals right Yeah, I think they can kind of get like a three or four year deal. And I would say that guys who are irreplaceable, like an Aaron Jones, are getting that deal. Now, he's taking the cut to stay, right? Knowing that the market isn't going to like give him a huge deal. But they gave him a lot of time on that deal. They gave him four years when they re-signed him. Which is a pretty hefty amount of time if you're not a left tackle or a uh, quarterback i think
0: yeah where it gets like murky is so your franchise tag is going to give you what like the average of the top 10 5 i think top 5 at your position so if no running backs are getting paid it's just going to become like a very franchise taggable position where you're yeah. never going to have to pay your running back so I guess that is like a problem that they're going to have to, to hoe in, in a little bit. But I also think, though, you're going to have more running backs starting to try to be more like, you know, your Christian McCaffrey's and stuff like that to be like, and Aaron Jones, multifaceted, catching yeah. the ball. And
1: um, I got a question about the franchise tag real quick. Is that only off your rookie contract?
0: No, because I think you can get tagged, like, times in a row. Like, Kirk Cousins got tagged. Right. No, I understand that
1: you can get tagged two times in a row. But could Kirk Cousins get tagged next year? I think so. Because the Vikings have never tagged him, right? Yeah. His his contract's running out. And the Vikings can tag him again, even though he's no longer a franchise player?
0: Yeah. So do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get exactly what you're saying. I've never thought about that aspect of it, but I'm pretty sure. So, like, my understanding is you could franchise take whoever the hell you want. Is my understanding of it. Okay. But maybe it is off a rookie deal. See, I think – so, I don't
1: necessarily think it has to be off a rookie deal, but it has to be a franchise player, right? So, a player that has bounced around to six franchises – you shouldn't be able to franchise take. Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't think because that's there's no the case.
1: No, I get. Th- I get that. That's probably not the case. But my reasoning is is like, if he's willing to move around a team to team to team to team, then your team also doesn't have like the affinity for him.
0: Are you trying to find it? Yeah. I, no. Like, I, I- I'm looking at it right now and I'm pretty sure I'm right. So, in the National Football yeah, League, the franchise that would tag would make is, sense to me. I was just
1: wondering because that's the way I feel like ethically it should be.
0: Yeah. And I think it, as everything, like people start to abuse like the spirit of what it was put in there for. Cause I'm pretty sure the franchise tag was like, hey, dude, we're going to tag you. We're going to pay you top five money. We haven't figured out, you know, we know you're going to be getting that money. Yeah. But we need this year to straighten it out. Right. Which is still even almost kind of bullshitty because that person gets hurt. Then you're like, well, career-ending injury, like, obviously we're not going to fucking pay Who was
1: the safety for the Seahawks that that kind of happened to? Was it
0: Legion of Boom? He was a Legion of Boom guy. Earl Thomas, maybe? Earl Thomas, yeah, I feel like was – the lead layer um but the other anyway he was flipping he flipped off the like
1: this he got hurt and flipped off he like tore his acl or something then
0: oh was given the
1: bird after he was being carted off so yeah i'm pretty sure that somebody it might not have been earl thomas it was a seahawk safety though that they had either tagged or like kind of fucked over on the contract and
0: Yeah, and I can't think of the other safety at the time, but I want to even say the other safety. Yeah, maybe Earl Thomas was the bigger name of the two, but whatever. They had a secondary to be recognized. Everyone had a secondary. Could have got paid. Yep. All right, right.
1: and then uh, so the Jets are the hard knocks team, and what does this say to you about just things, like that they're willing to use the Jets as the hard knocks team?
0: Oh, I love it. I think – the jets should be the hard knocks team like i think you should go into the most interesting situation that you can get yourself into and obviously the jets Aaron Rodgers, not happy about it and whatever like it if i was a jets fan i would probably be like i'm gonna side with my quarterback on this one just because that's what i do um but no it's it's the best place for them to be. And yeah. I don't know what the criteria for hard knocks is. I know there is. Like they can't just like they can't just pick the Super Bowl champions. Like I think you need to be like in the miss the playoffs type deal.
1: Yeah. I think you're right. So and it might be like, A couple of years. Cause I don't think the Packers
0: were eligible to be selected. No. Um. Yeah, it was there, like four was like, teams. Yeah, four or five teams, and there's criteria, but
1: yeah, it, it's uh, the
0: best. Play do you? For it right now. I get that. I
1: get what you're saying there. Do you think that this like kind of indicates that the league hates Rodgers? Because I do. I think that that this kind of is like a fuck you to Rodgers from the league. I think. I
0: don't think the league hates rogers but i get what you're saying you're not saying the league but yeah like the media of the league hey yeah which is which is like
1: a piece of what the media or what the nfl thinks for sure because people at nfl headquarters aren't dealing with rogers on a day-to-day basis or even on like a very consistent basis fuck like head coaches and gms have barely been able to deal with him in green bay right like He's pretty reclusive and it was for a very, very long time. Like, didn't even do a ton of
0: media. I think it's just going to make it even better because the Lions no, yeah, yeah. Le- leaning into it last year was awesome. Like, if you didn't like Dan Campbell before Hard Knocks last yeah. year, like you left, you're like, you know, Lions are in our division and most people who listen to this. But like I kind of like got a soft spot for them, just because I yeah. loved how much like Dan Campbell. But don't and, you have a I soft mean, then, spot
1: for the Lions because they've been shit for fucking ever?
0: For sure, yeah. That's that is another thing. Like Lions, and they knocked us out of the playoffs last year, and we're still and talking. I and I still, still don't give a fuck talk about the Lions. I don't <laughs> yeah. care at all. Yeah. Now they won their their Super Bowl. It definitely happens two times a year. And I can't they remember well. they, they like knocked us out not- in Lambo too. Like it wasn't even. So that yeah. was their Super Bowl. So but yeah, I don't know. I I think it'll be interesting no matter what. I think even if Rogers is trying to like duck it and stuff, I do think it it would be in his best interest to just be good to them. And maybe not give them like everything they want, because they are gonna try to turn like everything into like uh some sort of like story, like oh Zach Wilson said he was gonna make your life hell. Like, how do you feel about that? And like yeah, obviously, like Zach Wilson like already walked that back. He's like, Well, if it's Aaron Rodgers, not that. Like Yeah, right. Like and so if it was like
1: to be fair, that's what you want your backup quarterback to do you like if you would have brought in like a garner Minshew to run the jets right would you have not wanted your second overall pick to be like oh like i'm gonna go at this fucking dude and i'm gonna beat him isn't that what you want
0: yeah exactly and i think that's
1: like like that's not crazy to me
0: no i think that's a hundred percent fair and i like you said i think that's exactly what you want and I think that's more along the lines of what Zach Wilson thought was coming to town yeah but I do think when you have Aaron Rodgers coming to town you know won the MVP not this last year but the last two years like you're you know you're gonna step aside like you're yeah you're like this is the quite possibly the best quarterback ever to play yeah, the game. Right. Like, yeah. I'm going to learn from it. He's one of the best. He's one of the top five
1: quarterbacks in the league right now, for sure. Like talent wise, skill wise, reading defenses. What I would say reading defenses wise, he's probably the best quarterback. In the league. Like getting into yeah. the line the- and understanding what's coming and how it's coming. Like, I think he's probably the best quarterback. In the
0: yeah, definitely understanding the game as a whole in general. Be- yeah, best quarterback in the league. So I, mean, I think wealth that knowledge-wise, yeah.
1: Yep, yep. I think Brady was probably that guy last year, and now it's Rodgers. Yeah. But it, yep. it doesn't matter. Um, like, And I already saw a article already that the wide receivers coach said something about Rodgers. And I don't know. I saw a headline. Don't know if it was positive or negative. The headline made it seem negative, right? Like dealing with Rodgers is different, right? But different is probably good for the Jets. Because yeah, dealing with Rodgers, like he probably holds you to pretty high fucking standard. Like get these guys running right routes right. I think I just like, froze mine. No, I I, like yeah, it. you you are frozen up. Like, like uh, what's his name in Frozen? God damn it! That was stupid. <laughs> I hate myself for that. I was trying to be clever, and now I can't think of the snowman's name in Frozen.
0: Olaf. I think.
1: Olaf, yeah,
0: you're right. And I was just I froze us by trying to get ahead looking up what the Cleveland Cavaliers roster was, but I'm not saying that now. So
1: it, all right, yeah. So the Cleveland Cavaliers um won the summer league
0: and the and Pat thinks. Finish the your point might be- though. What I didn't hear it, so I don't know if it's oh, okay. gonna come through on the audio. Gotcha. But uh, different was
1: different is better. Um yeah so I think it with the Jets different is better right like you've been kind of fucking shitty for since Brett Favre left and so that's not true Sanchez was good right they had a couple good years in there with Sanchez which was post Favre must have been
0: yeah you make me think a little bit but yeah I I think it was post Favre and yeah. so like since Sanchez
1: is gone and you guys went to those 2 AFC championship games you guys have been shit and uh i'm not like going to pretend that it's going to be perfect but i would expect Aaron Rodgers to be on like on a different level that like you have to be good like expecting a lot from his wide receivers so if you're saying like he's very demanding of course he's fucking demanding that's what you want Like, you don't want a guy that, whatever, run it however you want. Like, it doesn't matter. You don't want that fucking guy. That that guy is the guy that loses in the NFL, right? Like, I'll adjust to you. You just run the route. Like, no, run it the way I fucking want, and then everything will be good. And if
0: you brought Rodgers in not thinking that he was going to bring his, like, like knowledge to the table and, like, you just thought he was going to shut up and color for you, you brought the wrong guy in. Oh, and, for sure. And you're stupid for like thinking that. So no. And I and I don't think the Jets are. Like I think they're like, hey, we're gonna bring this guy in, we're gonna pick his brain, we're gonna see what he likes, what he doesn't like. You know, we're gonna like kind of cater to him because he's yeah, got I,
1: I think that's pretty obviously obvious that they have, right? That like oh yeah, so many so many former guys. Packers, yeah, are there whether
0: that is like it has to be slightly intentional. Oh, it's hundred percent intentional. You don't you don't bring Lazard in like that early. That early. I like Lazard. Like I would have yep, brought Lazard back to the Packers, but you, I don't think that's like one of the first chips to fall if Aaron Rodgers isn't there. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, this wide receiver signs with whatever. Like like yeah. how Ty, Like no one knew who signed with who until Tyreek Hill was off the board last year. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And Lazard was like, instantly. He was like, Oh yeah. Lazard went to jets too. Like, yeah. Okay.
1: Like why sign him? If Odell is available for the yeah. same 11 million right now, he wasn't, but if he is, why are you signing Lazard? Cause it's not the same dude. You'd much rather have the explosive Odell. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I just think that expectations are probably high from Rodgers, and I think I saw an article that was, like I said, I only saw the headline, and then I thought, this is fucking dumb, right? They're just trying to pit people against people. And uh, so I didn't read into it, but that's what I want from a quarterback. I want him to be demanding of his players, of the players that are around him. Yep. No, I agree. All right. Now, Jumping into the uh, NBA Summer League. Cabs are the champions of the Summer League.
0: Yeah, which we're going to keep this to less than a minute.
1: Which means they're probably going to win the NBA championship next year. Uh, get second to the Bucks, which can't even happen.
0: How does that did the last Summer League champ?
1: No, I have no do that?
0: clue. I just know, I want to say Donovan Mitchell. Uh, my basketball brain is definitely off. It's not Donovan Mitchell. Who's- yeah, it is. Okay. Um, but I know the Cavs were like a young, scrappy team already. Not bringing their starters into that thing, and like having the best young guys.
1: In Those guys game. aren't gonna
0: ever fucking play. Some of them, will, though, like yeah, like two. Yeah, two of them. That's all you need, though. Like if you add two good players to the Cavs team from last year. They're going to be something to reckon with, I think. So I think, I think the Cavs are going to jump up into the Bucks, the Cavs, the Miami Heat. They're going, to, you know, they're going to be a top four team in the East. Okay, we'll see. That's all my. That's all I got there. That was
1: all right. So opinion. jumping over to Wimbledon results. I was trying to think of something to call it, like banging rackets, but. I think we usually call
0: it grunting with Pat, but grunting. Yeah. But anyways, uh, Carlos Alcaraz beats Novak Djokovic in just like an all-time epic. So I watched the majority of this. I think I slept through the third set, which now I need to see how the sets go. I know Djokovic won the first set uh, six to one. So it just looked like it was going to be an ass whooping. But this Alcaraz kid, I think he's here. I think he's in tennis to say. um, I think there's going to be a new best tennis player. He's only 20. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's only 20. So he's 20 or 21 at the oldest. And I was thinking when he is Djokovic's age, which I want to say Djokovic is 37, we're going to be in our 50s, Mike. And I think this is like yep. the next, the next guy to uh, come along. But he,
1: he'll be Federer for a while, who dominated every tournament, and then uh, who is the Spaniard that played for a long time? Nadal. Yeah. So he's like yeah. the next, and then and then and then like a Nadal will come that kind of competes with him, right? And then they'll get one more or two more guys that are there. That's kind of the way and tennis we,
0: feels like it works, and we don't talk about tennis much on this, but I do think this is kind of interesting. So, Bourgeon Borg, so a German tennis player, won Wimbledon when he was 17 and 18. And, like, that name is like if you ask like a true, yeah, yeah, I mean, like they 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 know, uh, they know what's up, but then. Uh, our boy Agassi and Pete Sanfras came on the scene, pushed his shit in, told him, told him what was up. But if you see a kid win Wimbledon at 17 and 18, you're like, there's nobody else that's going to win Wimbledon. So we'll see what happens in the
1: Yeah. No, no, you're not wrong. Um, but there, somebody will rise up to the challenge of that. Like, I think that's what athletes do. Did you know that about Borg? No, I, no, I had no idea. I, that is I crazy
0: to me that that's not talked about more. 17 and 18. So before he was even an adult in the United States. I mean, Germans are like adults when they're like 12. But
1: uh, it, just because th- they can drink does not make them adults.
0: Kind of does. I think that's that's where That's the it. definition of an adult. law.
1: Huh? I think that they still have a pretty... Like their standards probably is still like that age for an adult, 17 or
0: 18. Yeah, I mean 17 or yeah, I got, are, you. I got well, you. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, you're still beating grown ass men out there. I don't know exactly who he was competing with at the time, but I assume when he was doing it was like 85. It reminds me of like a stat you would have heard in like 1936. Like if you told me like a 17-year-old won the the masters in yeah 1936 i was like okay well yeah that's because nobody fucking
1: played golf right or whatever it is but yeah because there's no money in golf so nobody practiced this kid practiced all the time that's why he's good
0: right and so yeah yeah. in mid-80s so but anyways i will move on and this was actually my main pull to watch wimbledon this year because my wife got on board of on bar uh, from Tanzania. Tanzania, Tanzania, I think Tanzania, so, yeah. and then uh, she got beat big time upset. von derusov beats Anjabar in the finals, first unseeded woman to ever win it. So, you bet makes on, sense, uh, Vonderusev to win the tournament. Eighty to one odds off the bat uh, to win that tournament. So, it's pretty still good. a pretty cool start. Yep. All right. Uh,
1: so, pretty exciting Wimbledon. Now to the most exciting news of the week. This just happened yesterday. Driving fast and turning left, Martin Truex Jr. with an easy win, leading for two hundred ninety-four laps. I don't remember how many laps
0: it was. Probably five hundred. Probably five hundred.
1: Those aren't laps. Those are miles. So, like, the Daytona 500 is 500 miles, not 500 laps. How long is the lap? Like, two and a half miles, usually. Okay. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Anyway, dominated. Uh, But he is apparently contemplating retirement. Yeah.
0: I mean, I saw that. He said he's bad at big decisions, so he might never retire. Yeah, I think he should just... Cheap drive until the, the what do you call it? the, the wheels. rubber, the rims. Oh, yeah, till the wheels fall off. I guess you could have just said that, but I was going to say till the rims hit the road. I like okay. that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I do think that we should be the, we should root for whoever drives a 71 car in the future. Why 71? So I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but 071 and bingo is, bang the drum on this app that
0: I use. Yeah. You have mentioned that before. You don't want to stick with uh, what's MTJ 48, 19, 19. For some reason, I always want to say 48. No. So I don't think that the
1: number matters to me. Like I don't, I didn't get, we'll get a tattoo or nothing.
0: God, we lucked into MTJ. I hope he walks it off for us. Hopefully we get him on the podcast.
1: Uh, yeah, that would be amazing. So, Martin, anybody who knows Martin Truex Jr., reach out to him, let him know we want to be, we want him on. Out of our 30,000 listeners, it's got to be one, right?
0: Yeah. Connection. Yeah, oh, for sure. But where did you do the standings for us and stuff? No, I didn't do the standings. We were in third
1: as of like. But he had like to we jump were...
0: to first then. No, so uh the one guy's got four wins. Oh, William Byron, that motherfucker. We'll get him soon. So we jumped to second, but we still have the most points. So we just need oh, one so more So we point. did not have
1: the most points yesterday when I looked.
0: Yesterday when I looked, we were at like 6.08, and Byron was at like 6.28. Okay. So, yeah, we jumped him in points. We jumped up to 6.67. William Byron is at 6.50. Uh, what a year for NASCAR and banging on the drum picking uh MTJ Martin Truex Jr. That's our boy. Love that guy.
1: Yep. All right. So now we're going to dr- uh drive right into the brain drain. Uh right. which we've already done like four four or five of these, right? Um yeah. so I've been lis- I would listen I listened today to like a couple of this guys YouTubes, right? So like I'll be prepping for a group and I'll throw on a YouTube in the background and so uh i'm not sure like what he actually does but he talks about like building cultures i think he's like a guy whose goal in life is to make people not hate their job right to like want to show up at their job and be happy about being at work like that they come home and they say i love my job right they talk to their friends and they're like What do you do? Oh, I do this and I love it or something, right? I think that's his goal in life, but I don't know what he actually does. He might be a business owner. Anyway, so he says the easiest way to build culture is the same way the Marines do it, right? And the Marines do it by forcing you to do activities that you can't actually complete. And like initially when they're doing that, um, they like they'll get the stuff done kind of, but they're all competing against each other. And then they put them in this course that it's impossible to complete alone. And they'll they'll help each other and like do shit like that. And so he's saying that if we just do good things for people, that will build our culture, right? That our culture will be significantly better because once you do one good thing, like, and then you see me do it, right? So I do a good thing. You just see it. You'll think, man, that was fucking cool. Like, I can do a good thing too. And then you'll do one.
0: You know what I, I mean? 100% agree with that. I like this guy way, way, way more than the other guy. Chris
1: Voss. Was. Yeah, Chris yeah. Voss.
0: Fuck and that, so, guys. and I like
1: this idea. And like, it, it did give me like a realization that I don't help enough at work. So I've like, uh, so I set my schedule up in order to be very, very busy at work, right? So we're required 20 hours of face-to-face time, right? And a few of that, a few of those hours are cut out of our day because they're in count, they're doing meals, shit like that, right? And so um, I set my schedule up to do like, we're required 20 hours. I do like 28. I set it up this quarter for 28 hours. And then I have guys that I have to meet individually that I don't even count right? That those are SR guys that I have to meet on occasion. I have meetings and things that are not face-to-face with patients. So I'm busy. And so when somebody asks for help, I don't offer assistance because I feel like I've set my schedule up so that I'm busy, which is good for the company, right? But it's kind of selfish, right? Because people are looking for coverage when the days they are going on vacation or whatever. And so I did make a decision that I'm going to next quarter at the very least lower my hours down so that I can help.
0: I like it Mike and
1: try to be more be a better human and be more
0: helpful. So it it is cool to hear it put into words like that. But I've seen this directly happen in the last, my last week of work. So we have one desk where the forecast is quite a bit harder than we have one desk where the forecast is like very easy this time of year it's like and san diego yeah basically yeah so okay. so someone's forecasting for san diego and someone's forecasting for what would be a hard place like some east coast miami or the keys or so, somewhere where there's pop-up thunderstorms. well we didn't even need a okay. Orlando. Right. So it's so much nicer when you walk into work and you get the easy place, the San Diego. I mean, there's one guy takes the Miami or the hard place every time. And I I don't know, he said it's because he's like, oh, I'm used to it. I like it like type deal. But it definitely gives the person he's working with like such a good, good feeling. And then the team they work with just seems to vibe better so he kind of like eats shit does everybody a favor and then like whatever then it just like builds like a good culture on their team and they're like let's let's go get uh ihop after work tonight or something like and it just leads to like nicer stuff so
1: now i I think that does his team i mean i don't is this your team No, not my team. Does this team do
0: things for him? I think so. Like I, I don't know like the full extent of what it is, but I know they appreciate them. Like it's like a pretty well respected guy that like in in the source of their team. Like if he came in and he was like, "Hey, I got other stuff to do. I need to take like easy thing today." Like they'll respect that out of yeah out of yeah. that so but because
1: probably because partially because he does all that other shit for him right yeah because he's, he's a nice guy
0: and he takes and he takes that and then i don't then on top of it he does like the thing that we do because i always would be like dude you're a trooper like you're always taking the the hard one and he was like, he's oh, like no this know. one's the easy one for me Right. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> so but, yeah, it definitely builds, like, a good culture from what I see. I mean, I see it for, like, 30 minutes, like, when we're changing over. So, maybe it just <laughs> turns into, like, no, fuck you, man, no. But but I but, know it doesn't because I've seen them. At right, the so,
1: yeah. And, like, if they're, like, hey, we're going to get, go get lunch. Like, if you guys are all changing over and they're, like, all right, we're, like, heading out at this time for, to go get lunch together. People don't do that with people they don't like
0: yeah and they go to the gym together they have like a good time together i'm like god damn you guys team rock like my team's like i like my team like we're we're good but it also made me be like okay well i'll take the shitty job more often without like having to have like an awkward like hey you i don't want to do it right you don't want to do it no i I do do
1: i guess i'll do it right that kind of shit like you can just step up and take that and so yeah
0: And I just think it makes everyone happier. So yeah, I think, I think Simon Sinek is a smart Something like that. I don't know like
1: how to pronounce his last name. I don't know if I heard it today or not, but um, I, I liked that idea in that that's something I can easily incorporate into like, into my job. Like I can be more helpful to both PCTs and to people in my department pretty easily just by being more available.
0: Yeah. So I mean
1: I'm gonna try to make a like kind of a small change, right? And it probably give me less
0: overall work in the long run. I agree with that. Yeah, and it does build culture. And it just seems obvious, but it's one of those things that like sometimes you just need to be reminded of like an obvious thing that you already knew to to I would argue that the
1: vast majority of self-help shit. Is shit we already know. Oh yeah. For it's shit sure. we already sure. know and just need to be reminded of. And like, sometimes there's a, like they have a good trick on how to remember and how to like effectively do it. Right. Yeah. They have good tricks, but it's all shit. We know like being nice to people, a fucking course. should be nice to people. It makes everything go smoother. Like yeah, that's always like the, the case.
0: That's a golden rule, right? What, what is the golden rule? Like,
1: uh, treat, treat how you how you would like to be treated. I think. Yeah. Christianity might be have a slightly different one because Christianity would not.
0: It's like your neighbor or some shit. Yeah, treat your neighbor like you would like to be treated, or be nice to your neighbor.
1: Well, no, so I don't think like. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Christianity is slightly different, where it's like treat everyone like super nicely, not necessarily how you need to be treated, but like higher than that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, wash their feet. But I'm not I'm not for sure on that either, so. Yeah, go out there and start washing other people's feet, so. Uh, just, just do
1: something nice for somebody else this week, as per the request of
0: the banging on the drum. I like it. And, as always, we love you guys. Like, subscribe, download. Thank you for listening. We appreciate the support. Mike, take them. Take them out. The, the nice
1: thing that you can do is steal somebody's phone and get the banging on the drum for them. That would be yeah. like make their do day. nice
0: stuff for us. Yeah, yeah, you can do nice stuff for
1: us. <laughs> all right, easy for one for all for all you suckers doubting MTJ, the Brewers, the Packers, the Bucks, or the Badgers, you can eat our shorts. Roll it. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't eat my
0: shorts. All them suckers that doubted the Packers king, eat my shows. Eat them. All them suckers that doubted the Packers king, eat my shows. Now, now, now. Eat my shows.